From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about how the two of you handle things when life doesn't go as planned, especially when you're attempting a seven-day sex challenge. And there's a quote attributed to Anonymous that says, just because something isn't happening right now doesn't mean that it will never happen. Mm -hmm. I think this is especially true when a seven-day sex challenge maybe goes awry or doesn't go as planned. We're going to be talking about that on today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And, you know, a hug is really such a special time in the show because it's an opportunity for us to celebrate the two of you, to Mm -hmm. celebrate the action that you're taking in your marriage and how you're being intentional. And this hug came from an email we received that started by saying, My husband and I have been listening to your podcast for a couple of years now. Mm. We'd both come to the realization separately that maybe we needed a little help connecting and establishing a better better sex life. I found your podcast and it has helped us so much. Thank you for talking about sex and sex issues. We ordered Mm. the seven days of sex challenge book almost a year ago now and haven't been able to find the right time to do it. Mm -hmm. Finally, this May, we had enough time together to do the challenge and it was awesome. Such an amazing challenge to take part in and finish. That's awesome. Love it. She closes with, we both thought it would be all about the sex, but after the days went by, we realized it was so much more than that. I think the biggest thing was rekindling our daily connection with each Mm -hmm. other. Thank you for this amazing idea. I just had to write and say, we did it. Ah, we love getting we did it, which is when you do complete a sex challenge, seven Mm -hmm. day, 14, 21, whatever it may be. And if you never even thought of it or like, what does it even look like? We have the number one Amazon bestseller book, seven days of sex challenge. Mm -hmm. You can go to seven days of sex challenge.com. Pick it up. I'll put a link here in the episode notes for you as well. You can go get it on Amazon, wherever you want to get it. You can get it. Go do your own challenge. And I love that this hug actually came in on a week that we were trying to do our own seven-day sex challenge. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That was a good part of it. It showed up and I'm like, how ironic is this? Because our week, our seven-day sex challenge week was, let me tell you guys, it was supposed to be amazing. Like we we had looked at the calendar. One child was supposed to be gone Thursday through Sunday and the other was going to be going to visit his college, put his, you know, deposit down on an apartment, do all these things. So we were going to have these days without kids, Mm -hmm. right? And as leading up to this, really what was the catalyst for this whole, like we're doing a seven-day sex challenge was a friend had posted on her Instagram stories. She had posted Mm -hmm. a picture of the book and had actually challenged all of her friends, her followers to do the seven day sex challenge. Yeah. And I looked at this and I looked at our calendar and I looked at Tony and I'm like, challenge accepted. Game on. Elise and I do do a challenge every year. Mm-hmm. That is, that is our goal. It's an unwritten, it's not something that we got to talk about and, and figure out. No, once a year, we know for seven days, at least we are going to do a seven days of sex challenge. So it was perfect. I mean, like I said, we were looking at our schedules. We were looking at, you know, times the kids were going to be gone. So there was going to be this period of about three days where there wasn't going to be kids in the house. So that was just a great jump start. Plus, you know, kids in school. And so we're like, we can make this work. So mm-hmm. day one comes, we have sex. We're like, sweet, look at us high five in across the bed. It's, it's incredible. Amazing. Then, then day two comes. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So day one was a Thursday. Day one was a Wednesday. Day one was a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's okay. It matters. <laughs> it matters when you start, when the when they hear what comes after. So day one was Wednesday. Okay. And then day two was... I, I, this is how I forgot already. I know, because it was so memorable. It was. <laughs> the actual sexual intimacy part of it, the sex part was, yes, was very memorable. The, the days all sort of started running into one another and... Yeah. Yeah. So day two comes and the, you know, day two was a Thursday, which is our recording day. We do interviews. There's just a lot of stuff that goes on on a Thursday, but we're like, Hey, no problem. Like we, we got this, we've got, you know, kids got have sports practices and you know, we've got all this coordinated and then I'm like, we'll just, we're going to do it in the evening, right? Because mm-hmm. the younger one's going to go hook up, up, up with her friends and get ready for that trip. So she's going to be gone. I'll come home. Yeah. It'll be awesome. And then her practice runs late. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Right. By about 45 minutes. Great. And then you had a driver to where she was staying that night. Yes. And then I'm about halfway home when my phone rings in the car and she's like, Mom, I forgot my travel ID. And I'm like, you're, you're flying. You actually need, need that. that ID. I said, I handed it to you and you put it in your suitcase. Like I said, hey, put this in your suitcase so you don't forget. And she's like, yeah, so I didn't do that. So it's in the backseat of the car and I need you to turn around and bring it back to me because I'm traveling. And this, <laughs> by the way, is like around 8.30ish uh, We're pushing night. nine o'clock at this point in time. Yeah, so I'm at home and I'm Waiting. like, where are you? Like, what's going on? And in all honesty, I'm you know, you're gonna I'm starting to a get a little irritated. frustrated. Yeah, I mean it's been a long day. We've had a lot going on, and I'm like, like you got to get home. We got to get moving towards this. So just I'm just putting some timestamps. Yeah. So I turn around because clearly she needs her travel documents, and so mm-hmm. I get the travel document to her, her ID, and um, come home, and we're just both a little irritated. And then there's some other stuff going on with text messages with our older one and trying to coordinate the apartment and the trip up to you know college and, and this and that. And so we're coming up on like 1030-ish at this point in time. Yeah, it's, it's Tony's 10, 30, eyes are already 10, 30, like 11 o'clock at this time. And there's been a lot, like from the time Elisa got home to getting into bed, there was a lot of emotion stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Text messages going on. We're coordinating with other families for the boys to go up, figure out this apartment. There's just, there's a lot of emotion. (laughs) And none of it really conducive to, hey, let's go connect and have great sex. Like it it wasn't any of that. Romance one another or anything of that nature. So get into bed. And and we're having the conversation. We're like, okay, do we we just do it so we can check the box? Mm Mm-hmm. Or do we say, you know, we're just going to pause today. It's only day two. Like we can totally regroup. All good. It was just kind of start. Start tomorrow. And so we're like, you know what? Restart. Let's restart. Let's just start on a really good day. So we're like, great. So we're going to go to Friday. Right. So then Friday comes full day of clients and work. And and so no time during the day. And then no time during the day. No time during the day. We're still lots of text messages with the other families around the apartment. Well, and also right now we're, we're still hybrid model here with our students at school, so Friday oh, is yeah. their also home day. So we had one home. So one was home still, and so that even though there may have been some time in the day, it would have been really tight, and he was just hanging out. So that sort of threw that out, and then that evening, uh, late Al- lacrosse game. Alex had a late lacrosse game, but then we had more conversations around the whole apartment and the boys moving up and what's going to happen. That uh, like again, a lot of emotion dealing with that. And, and Tony, we finally come to a consensus as the adults sending our children to college that somebody is going to need to go with the boys mm-hmm. the next day 
to help them navigate their first apartment. Correct. Um, Tony got the drew the straw that said you're going. No, no, no. I w- one well, of you the, volunteered. Yeah, one of the one of the other moms was like, I'll go, and I just said, Hey, you know what? If you want me to go, just let me know because we'll have the three boys. We can make it. Elisa couldn't do it, so we were just like, All right. And then I think it's about ten thirty at night. She's she like, sends us a text and says, she's like, Do you mind you going? And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Which means he's going to have to get up super early. Yeah. I can't go because I'm speaking the next day. So Tony does. On, so Friday night, we're like, okay, we're exhausted again and, mm-hmm. and emotionally spent and trying to figure this all out. So so Friday pause. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday comes. Saturday, Tony spends eight hours going round trip with these three graduating seniors, helping them, you know, measure navigate apartments and navigate all of, all of this. He comes home. We have dinner. We're like, okay, okay. We, we had two pause days. We're going to recapture this. We're good. And then we get a phone call from the child who's traveling. Wait a minute. But didn't we have sex twice? We didn't. Good try. We didn't? We did not. We only had sex on yep. Wednesday? Yep. Oh my goodness. Yep. 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 Okay. I, for why did I think we had sex? But I thought we started, we missed a day and then we had sex on Friday. Uh, if we did, it's actually... It wasn't. No, we did have sex on Friday at did, some did point. We, oh, maybe we did, honey. Oh, okay. So we we okay. My bad, everyone. My bad. Anyway, long <laughs> story short, it's all disjointed. But 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 this is but but that that's a big piece because I'm like, no, we did. So we we started on Wednesday, stopped on Thursday, decided to we we did find some time on on Friday. It was when he had taken off early to go to his game. That was it. We found time then. We made it happen. We did make it. We're like, okay, cool. We can get this going again. Start on Friday. And then Friday night happened, which then turned into Saturday, me going up to Santa Barbara and back down, which was a 12-hour day. Okay, there we go. So then Saturday night, we're like, okay, like we're on day two, we're on our second round and here's day two again. And then we'd gone out to dinner. We hadn't eaten a lot, right? Because we tell you guys all the time, don't like drink or eat a lot so that you're all bloated and you don't feel like having sex. So we're, we're following all our stuff. We're, we're good there. And then we get a phone call from our daughter that she'd been on a zip line, had got the wrong end of the handle and the helmet and all this kind of stuff. And so she ended up with five stitches. And so we're having conversations with the family that she's with and with her. And, and now I'm thinking I need to sleep with my phone and okay so all the emotion of injury <laughs> and so um yeah so then there was day two again and another late night because of all these conversations and we said you know what doesn't look like this sex challenge is going to happen we thought this was the perfect week we did we really did and clearly not happening and you know the truth of the matter is is that we're not the only ones that this has happened to because last week we, we pulled you guys on Instagram and 58% of you said that you had started a challenge and had it interrupted by life events. Yep. And only 24% said that they had been able to complete a sex challenge after unexpected events or challenges. Mm-hmm. So this is something we need to talk about because yeah. just like you guys heard in the hug and, and you know, talk about perfect timing when a hug comes in, you know, this couple found that it was more than just about the sex. It was about their connection, just the intimacy on every level. And Tony and I know that that's why every year we're like our seven day sex challenges are reset. Like we're going after this, like we're going to do it. And then we have a week where we're just like, we can't seem to make this work. And and it's not just the fact that we've got, you know, teenagers and they're all over the place and, you know, unexpected injuries, but like life happens. Mm-hmm. Here's some of the things that you guys said have have derailed your challenges, right? Projects at work that suddenly start requiring longer hours mm-hmm. on the week that you guys decided that you're going to do this, mm-hmm. right? Her getting her period, either because it came early or because it came late. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're like, okay, great. 
that's going to throw us off. Family emergencies, mm-hmm. right? All of a sudden you think you're, I mean, that's kind of what happened with, with us on Friday night where Tony's like, okay, it looks like I'm going to Santa Barbara. I'm not, not emergency in like a catastrophic sense, but an emergency in like an unexpected road trip where it's like, we got to go do, take care of this. Yeah. We got to get in. We got to get involved. Other emergencies though, like Absurd's, I mean, she got a gash in her head and had to get five stitches. Yeah. With, with another family taking care of it. And so then my mind, you know, you know, the mom brain or the, you know, the parent brain where you're like, okay, how's that working out? What's I think it's more of the mom brain because once Abby was like, all right, I'm good. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. <laughs> but, you know, uh, others of you have had unexpected illnesses, whether it's food poisoning or migraines or UTIs or yeast infections that you're just like, yeah, mm. that's not happening. People die, not you or your your spouse, but like family members die. And so there's a death in the family and you're yeah. like, okay, uh, like yeah. I just can't. Yep. I just can't. Or your kids who suddenly, you know, go from being angel sleepers to being like, I'm just going to stay up all night and see if this will inconvenience you. Yes. And the truth is that all of these things, like I, I read these comments and, you know, so many comments came in and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Like they could happen to any of us at any time. And we actually have to be those couples. We have to take a stand and say, what are we going to do when something like that derails what we had planned? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something like a seven-day sex challenge where you know how good this, this resource is, this tool is for your marriage, where you know it's going to like be that reset and it's going to foster that emotional and sexual connection. And it's not going as planned. Do you get upset with one another? Mm. Do do these types of situations have you you fighting with one another or giving each other the silent treatment? Or or do they put you in a place where you're gonna work together to come up with a solution and, and do so because you've created opportunities to share how you're processing all of these circumstances? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's talk about how to regroup and make it work after this word from our sponsor. Did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage? That's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Elisa coaches couples just like you wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Elisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now, our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again, and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We're back and we're talking about how to regroup when life doesn't go as planned and your sex challenge gets interrupted. And, and I know I've said it before and I'll say it again because the reality of marriage is that life does happen. Yeah. Unexpected events do occur. Best laid plans do get derailed. And, and you know, yes, we're talking about this in the framework of, of the seven day sex challenge, but the truth of the matter is, is that any plans you have that get derailed you can take these same strategies mm-hmm. and, and and carry them over. It's not just a sex. For us, it was real and tangible because literally we're like, really, this is our sex challenge week? Mm-hmm. And this has happened. But, but whatever that dynamic is, it doesn't have to become a thing between the two of you. You can actually say, you know what? We're team DiLorenzo and we're going to like approach this as a team. We're not going to go at each other because these circumstances 
are trying to derail what we had intended, mm-hmm. right? There's power in the two of you taking a stand for your team. And when you are going through those times, it is a place where you do get to go, okay, it's just like Elisa said, we're on the same team. Elisa and I were on the same team. We had to have conversation together. We had to determine together, are we going to move forward or not? And that was a together. It wasn't one of us going, I'm out. One of us had to say it. And I will have to say that. One of you in that moment has to go, I'm done. Because I remember it was on that Thursday night Mm -hmm. when it was me who's just like, I was done, you guys. I Honestly, I was just sort of like, I don't have anything to give mm-hmm. in this moment. And I really don't, I, I could go through the motion. I could just go, all right, let's just have sex to have sex. And really in that moment, I was like, I don't want it to be that. Yeah. I, I want it to be more. I want it to be something that we're really both engaged this time because of everything that's going on in our own lives. And I, I was the one who had to say, you know what? I think we just need to press the pause button and know that we can come back to this. Well, and that happened because the first thing that you guys need to do is somebody needs to address what the circumstances are. Mm-hmm. And I remember standing in that that doorway right between our bedroom and our bathroom and looking at you because you were already in bed. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do this? Because clearly we've had a day where, you know, what I thought was going to take about an hour round trip ended up taking me about two and a half hours with all the delays and running back and forth and things like that. And I said, here's the deal. Like, like we've made this commitment to one another and we had this set of circumstances and, and to be in this place. So first you've got to address what's happening. Mm-hmm. Call it out. It, the elephant is literally sitting on your bed. So you might as well say the elephant sitting on our bed right? The elephant being whatever those circumstances are that have thrown a wrench into things. Mm -hmm. Then it becomes, what does it look like for the two of you to extend grace, to show grace to one another? Because I will tell you, like I read through that list, you guys, I shared things about, you know, people getting food poisoning or, or getting a UTI or somebody dying or the kids suddenly not sleeping. Those are not things that your spouse is doing to you. Yeah. And on the other side of it though, and I do want to address this is it may be your first one. And you mm-hmm. finally got your spouse on board. Mm-hmm. And so extending grace is going to allow the two of you, though, to be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. Don't look at this as a failure. Like, it, it d- do not look at something of these circumstances happening and look at it as a failure. And you're never going to do it again. Because when you do, it most likely will not. Mm, that is good. So you got to understand what are the actual circumstances in this, in this case, there, there are honestly some circumstances just out of our control a little bit more than typical. And so extending that grace and being able to go, you know what? I get it. This isn't going to be the only time let's, Mm -hmm. let's keep moving and let's just adjust. Absolutely. Cause it's, it's super easy to get into this place of saying, well, well, we, we just didn't do it. We can't do it. This isn't for us. We're a failure. That's a failure. That's a stupid idea. Like you can, you can start verbalizing all of that stuff instead of showing grace. But I will tell you the walls in your marriage will go up faster than like Tony Stark putting on his Iron Man suit in Iron Man. Like it'll just be like, and the body armor between the two of you because of words like that, because of not showing each other grace. And I understand there's disappointment. Yeah, sure. Straight up. There is disappointment when a sex challenge does not go as planned. Oh, I was definitely disappointed. Even in my, 
even in the tiredness that I had there, I, there was a part of me like, geez, could we be doing this? I mean, sure, there's disappointment. I mean, you, we're excited. I mean, Thursday or Wednesday was amazing. It was just sort of like, oh my gosh, what a great start. I mean, we some of our sex challenges don't start like that. They're just sort of like, okay, we started. It was just great. And then to get to that point and just be like, Ugh, all right, what what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And adjust. And having to go through those emotions is okay. We did we did an episode a while ago talking about grieving. Mm-hmm. Takes you know I forget the actual name of the episode right now. It's not it's just not coming to me for some reason. But there are times when you, even in something like this, it's not the death of somebody. So it's not the grieving of the losing of your of a parent or a grandparent or a a child or a, a close friend or whatever. And yet it's still a dream that you're just sort of like, ah, okay, let me, let me just grieve it knowing that we're going to move forward. For those of you that want to know the episode Tony's yeah. referring to, it's number 638, take time to grieve. Okay. And I'll put, I can put a link to that. It, that's more about death. Death. Exactly. But, but the reality is, is that dreams have grief too. And some of you may be like, okay, really now, at least aren't you stretching a little bit to say that a seven day sex challenge is, is a dream? No. It's not, I'm not, I'm not stretching things. It absolutely is a dream. It's a dream that we have every year that we're going to complete that. It's a dream that some of you have because you've heard us talk about the seven day sex challenge, or maybe you've seen a post on Instagram about it or, you know, participate in a chat. Like you've heard it and you're like, what would that be like if we did it? We've never done something like that. Could we do? And and so, so it is a real dream and it is a dream that you can dream every year. Mm-hmm. right? There are some couples that dream that dream every month, straight up. They mm-hmm. do seven day sex challenge every month. But, but all that to say is that when things don't go as planned, whatever the two of you are dealing with, what does it look like to show grace and to create an environment where the two of you can actually talk about what you're processing mm-hmm. and how you feel about it? Because that actually allows you to do the, to do the third thing. And that's to look for win-win solutions. Now, right on a Thursday night, wasn't the time to be looking for a win-win solution. It was 11, 11.30 at night. We we just decided that we're not going to move forward in that moment. Mm-hmm. For us, and I would say for most couples, at that point in time, this isn't the time to start figuring out the win-win solution. This is the time to just go to bed. Correct. It's okay to put pause on a conversation so that you can do it with fresh eyes and not like the horrible exhaustion conversations that generally don't go well. Mm-hmm. If you have ever coached with me one-on-one, I'm like, don't have the big conversations after nine o'clock because you're just tired, mm-hmm. right? But when you go looking for those win-win so- solutions, it's going, okay, it, it's understanding and processing why did this not work this time, mm-hmm. right? How did we get derailed? You know, for us, it was, we had different expectations specifically around our son. And that was on us around what we thought he was going to be able to do. And it wasn't until we were having these conversations with some of the other parents that were like, Oh, mm-hmm. we're, we're expecting too much of, of 18 year olds who have never leased an apartment before, mm-hmm. right? The situation with our daughter and her practice running 45 minutes, my expectation was that she was going to be done on time. She couldn't control the fact that that was the day that her coach needed to talk to all the players collectively after practice. And she couldn't leave like that. My expectation, she couldn't do anything about. So it didn't matter how angry I got or how much it delayed us that that was just a situation. And so, mm-hmm. so we've got to look at those situations and go, okay, what's the win-win? I mean, Tony and I are already talking about how are we going to get this back on our calendar? Mm-hmm. 
after our son graduates from high school, because seriously, with all of the end of the school year stuff, we might've been a little too ambitious. Uh, When we're in a situation where we don't have a calendar that can get bumped all the time by this school event or that school event, because it's the end of the school year. And there's like, oh, well, we might be doing this banquet here and we might be doing this here. And oh, by the way, I've got practice here. Right. It's going, wait a minute. We, we actually need to take a step back. There's a reason we talk in the book about, you know, being intentional with your calendar. Mm -hmm. And, And for us, it's July. Possibly. Yes. I, I know exactly what week you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. The only thing we have to double check, like we always do, is my cycle because we always match up my cycle against right. the That's week true. that we're... Because we don't want my period to be the interrupting factor. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm, I'm pretty regular, so we can do that. But all I'm saying is you start looking at that and going, okay, it wasn't a failure. And I want to say this, right? When life doesn't go as planned... And this is super important. I don't care if we're talking sex challenge. I don't care if we're talking about, you know, a a project or whatever it is. When it doesn't go as planned, it doesn't mean that the two of you are a failure. Just just pause on that for a hot second. What it means is that you have figured out, kind of like Albert Einstein, right, with the light bulb. He didn't fail all those like hundreds or thousands of however many times he failed trying to make a light bulb. He figured out that many times on how- Einstein who did the light bulb? No. Edison. Edison. Edison, sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting excited. It began with an E. Um, now you totally derailed the story. But it was like... Well, I wanted to be, I wanted to be sure. You. We, so like, that, yeah, so historically, we know who, who created All good. the light bulb. Um, but you know, in that famous quote, he talks about the fact that he didn't fail inventing the light bulb. He learned all of these different ways that didn't work, but he also came up with a lot of other different inventions. The same thing is true when something doesn't go the way you planned in your marriage. You learn more about how the two of you operate as a team. You learn different ways to communicate. You learn how your spouse processes things. You learn how to put more strategy in place. It's all about what the two of you learn when things don't go as planned. That's right. And hey, guess what? You have the opportunity to take on your own seven days of sex challenge. Go do it. Go experience it. If it hasn't worked out in the past, go do it again. Don't let the one time or the the two times stop you from honestly having an experience with your spouse. Just this past week, Elise and I twice attempted and were unable to complete it. Is it going to stop us from doing it again? No. We're going to get it on our calendar this year and we will make sure that we complete a sex challenge this year. So go out there, give it a go, make it happen. Find that win-win, find that week where you're going to go. This is about us and enjoy one another. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.